Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Alex. And I'm Bryce. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle, and this past week, we studied Book 5. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So, Bryce, uh, fill me in. How's, how's this week been for you? You know, this week has actually been a lot better. Um, still, it's kind of had its weird ups and downs and lefts and rights and you know, all those crazy things. But all in all, it's it's a lot better. Uh, my roommate has officially moved out, which has made things much different. I have a bedroom and I have an office, which is new. This is a whole new experience for me because I've been moved out for almost two years now. And this is the first time that I've actually been on my own entirely, like not having a roommate. So it's it's a neat experience, and I'm excited to kind of progress with it because I've seen I've seen the changes in the week. Just kind of having the the two different spaces where my bedroom isn't also my workspace. Um, so and now I have a much bigger gap than two feet in between my desk and the next thing because the next thing's the back wall so i'll gladly take that <laughs> so have you have you liked living alone like has it been better for you do you think or is it just kind of you happen to be better on the same week i feel like it might be a little bit of both um because i will say i have a lot of dishes to do part of it was kind of i i did a lot of uh kind of bigger cooking and so I I allowed Douglas to take part of my delicious meals um, in return for him doing the dishes. With that being said as well, he was also home all day um, because he unfortunately lost his job due to the coronavirus. And uh, so doing dishes is one thing that I need to catch up on. I, I don't mind doing dishes though, so which is nice. We'll, we'll see kind of proceeding into this next week. Um, my, my desk is for the most part organized and, and cleaned up. So I will be able to kind of sit down at my desk and, and do the things that I want to get done. Um, this morning I was talking to you, Alex, about, uh, my budgeting, which I'll still be working on because I like having things perfect, even though they'll never be. <laughs> and then I'll also be, uh, studying my psychology books and um, philosophy books so well that's great that's great i'm glad to hear it mm-hmm. so what about you how how did this uh, week go uh this week was actually really good um i i completed all of my exams uh, i passed all of my classes uh although i don't i don't know if all the final grades are quite in yet but the one i was concerned about my econ class uh i i passed i Got a 79% on the final exam. I got a 94%, I think, on my final project. Um, so, so things worked out. Um, I, 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 I mean, I only got a C. You know, that's the. It was definitely the worst grade that I've ever gotten in university. Um, but I, I feel good about it. Uh, and I passed. I can relax now. I don't. I don't have school to stress about. At least not for a few weeks yet. 
uh, until the next semester starts. But yeah, this, this week otherwise was pretty good. I did have a few things that I'm still dealing with that are frustrations that I'm concerned with. But overall, uh, I feel great. I feel good about how things have been going. And then, and then uh, Bryce, what about your physical goals? I know you mentioned last week more about uh, meal planning and stuff. That was something you brought up. Um, did you kind of continue on that trend? Uh, how was your situation for your physical goals this week? Um, pretty good. So my meal planning has kind of been a 50-50 this week. Um, I really, <laughs> I'm later today, I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to, I need to clean up my whole house basically. Um, so I'll be doing that later today. And then, um, just because it's something that needs to be, needs to get done before anything else gets done. <laughs> um, and then I will be meal planning for this week and figuring out, um, what I will be eating this week. And then for my workouts, um, well, I did it on Monday, which is an improvement from the past couple of weeks. <laughs> and also, I am proud of us, Alex. We walked every single day this week. We did. It was awesome. So I've also actually one thing to note is um, I have uh, taken out my phone and my iPad and... I mean, my laptop was never tech, in a sense, in my room. It was always sitting on my desk or sitting out on the kitchen table or something like that. Um, but I've taken out my iPad and my phone from my v from my room so that there's not, like, a distraction of watching YouTube or whatever um, at night um, so that I can just go to sleep. And when I get into bed, my body knows that, okay, we're, we're going to sleep now. And, and that has definitely helped because um, I just I, I just have my alarm clock in my room and it goes off. I wake up, I turn it off. Um, super convenient thing as well is I have, I bought a light bulb for $20 a couple of years ago and I can control it with my phone. It has like, you can set timers on it as well so you can have it turn on. So I have it turn on a minute before my alarm goes off so that the light is already on so that, I mean, one, when, I, when my alarm goes off, I'm not, like, making sure I don't step on anything walking or, like, stub my toe on my dresser walking to my alarm or anything. I can just easily walk to my alarm. And the light's already on, so I can just get ready for the day at that point. Yeah, that's that's really nice. That's smart. Mm -hmm. And what about yourself, Alex? I know that you've, it sounds like you've done better with your uh, workouts and stuff. I did. Okay, so last week, I think I only went out once and did the ropes. And yeah, like you said, we did our walk every day. Um, but I went out three times with my ropes this week. And I actually upgraded from the quarter pound rope to the half pound rope because it started to feel like uh, I started to get a rhythm. I mentioned uh, on an earlier episode of the show that I wanted to just use that uh, quarter pound rope to get in the rhythm and and figure that out because in the beginning I don't think I could even get five jumps uh, over the rope in before tripping on it but now I, I don't really think about it it feels a lot more natural uh, and I, I have a better rhythm with it so I decided to upgrade to jumping with the 
half pound rope. We'll see how that goes for, um, I guess how I feel with it. And if I, if I feel like it's, you know, really making a physical improvement, uh, to my health, but that's been really nice getting out, doing that. Um, also I, um, uh, kind of, you mentioned this, uh, the, the keeping the phone in the room thing. Um, I don't, I don't have a whole apartment to myself, so I, you know, I'm not going to leave my phone in the kitchen, but I think this next week, uh, and I guess this comes in later, I'm going to, uh, maybe do the same as you and, and leave my phone, uh, maybe at my desk. Um, and then that way I can just, you know, sleep. Like I mentioned before, I do have an alarm clock. I think I need to use that more. Now, something as well, I, I've been working on improving my diet. I mentioned last week that I, uh, that I had cookies, that I had a lot of cookies in the freezer and that I had been eating them. Yeah, they were gone that day. Like I finished them off and, um, and so that's been good. Uh, I've been, you know, doing my stir fries and stuff this week. I think that's been pretty good, but, uh, I, I still need to make changes to my diet and maybe that's another thing I'll bring up when we, when we get to our action items at the end of the episode, because I have something kind of, kind of funny to, uh, I guess, show everybody or tell everybody. So, but yeah, that's, that, that's my, that's how I'm doing physically. So a lot better. Um, Bryce, why don't you fill us in as we jump into the book, what your initial insights were from book five? You read book five this week, right? Yes. Don't worry. I did read the right book. Perfect. Do you want to give us your insights? Um, well, as, as you said, um, we, it's, it's a, it's a lot of information to take in. Bryce. And so one thing that I was thinking about was I watched earlier this week, I watched the movie, uh, Fantastic Four and the the Rise of the Silver Surfer. Wait, okay, wait a second. Wait a second, Bryce. What? You cut out for a second. Oh. And all I heard was, earlier this week, I watched the movie Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver (laughs) Surfer. I was like, well, that came out of nowhere. So would you mind, for my sake, it's recorded on your end, but for my sake, would you mind (laughs) filling me in on what you said before (laughs) before telling me that? Technically, it is still out of the blue. I just said, you're right. Um, What you said earlier this week is that it is a lot to take in. And I didn't quite get to finish my 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 thought. So, but literally, all, all I said was earlier this week I watched Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Now, in, in this movie, Sue Storm tells the Silver Surfer that we always have a choice, and he said, "Well, I don't have a choice because I'm uh, making it like I have to do this so that." Um, I can't remember what the super evil villain dude's name is, Galactus or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he said, I'm doing this so that he doesn't eat my planet and so that my, uh, wife can, and I think his, I think he has a daughter, um, can survive. And, and in the end, he, he says, no, you're actually right. We do have a choice and I have a choice. So, you know, he starts out as, as the villain, but then he becomes a hero by saving earth. 
Um, and that was just one thing that I was, that I, I thought about when, when reading this book, because we do always have a choice. I know, I, I know that he brings up that if, um, if like I grabbed your hand and, and I hit someone with your hand, well, you didn't have a choice. Especially if, like, I was a lot stronger than you, um, because, I mean, if you don't have much arm strength, someone who's a lot stronger than you is most definitely going to be able to move your arm even if you're trying to fight back. And so in, in that case, yes, you, you don't have a choice, but in the case of I told you that you have to hit this person or else I'm going to hit you, well, you, you have a choice. Because, I mean, obviously no one wants to get hit, so, like, maybe you would choose to hit someone else. Right. Um, but we do always have a choice in the end. And so, what about uh, your your initial thoughts? Yeah, so, I, uh, I I kind of got what you got out of it as well. Like, there there's that conversation that he has about agency and, and the decisions we make. Um and and something that i i found interesting it was kind of he it's it struck me and i'm not sure if i just read this wrong or interpreted it wrong but he he talks about how um if somebody does something out of passion um whether that's sexual passion or uh, like anger or some other passion-filled emotion, um, that you can't really blame somebody for that. Uh, particularly with anger, he says, well, it's the fault of the person who made them angry. And that's an idea that I want to get into later. Uh, but I, I thought that was interesting, uh, what he deems as excusable versus inexcusable. Uh, for example, he talks about if if you get drunk and you do something, you're still at fault because you chose to get drunk. And so he he tries to do this, um, I guess, almost deep causation causation analysis uh, that I, it didn't it didn't really work for me. Um, but it it is really dense, like you mentioned, um, and. And yeah, so I have a I have a few things that I want to talk about. I was very pleased uh, with his small analysis of economics. How he said uh, money is just a form of measurement. We make it up so that we can, you know, trade shoes for houses. It was kind of the example he gave, uh, which makes a lot of sense to to me because I'm studying economics. Believe it or not, I actually enjoy economics despite it being the toughest uh, series of classes for me. But uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, do you want to kick us off on our discussion, Bryce? What 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 kind of questions do you have out of this? I, I think I, I really like the question that you have in here. Uh, can we blame people for making you angry? Or can you blame someone for making you angry? And, and I feel like we kind of discussed this a little bit um, ever so slightly. I, I, I brought up kind of the idea um, last episode on like when you can blame other people. 
And I, I think in reality, you, you shouldn't. I, I think that's, I think that's really what it, what the answer should be, is that you shouldn't. Because you, you personally have a choice. You can choose to be angry because someone hit you. Or you can choose to just walk away. And that's, uh, that, that's kind of my problem with, with blaming other people. And, I mean, frankly, I've blamed other people for, for my issues. And in, in some cases, yeah, like it is someone else's fault. Um, but, like, for example... Um, I, I know someone who, who got fired from a job for using some cleaning machine wrong. Now, the problem was, is, so from his point of view was, well, someone told me to use this cleaning machine to clean this, but they never showed me how to. So he's blaming that that person for what went wrong but then on the other side of things is well did you realize that you can go and ask for help ask someone hey how do i do this so that's that's where both sides come in right right and i i think it's really important like you mentioned to ask for help to um acknowledge if you don't know, you know, if you're, if you're not certain. Um, yeah. And I mean, the hard thing with the blame game is you can play it all the way back. Uh, I'll tell a bit of a, a funny, funny story here. Um, it's actually, it's not funny. It's sad. But um, this guy, while I was working in car sales, this guy, this other salesman walks into my office and he, this this is so bad he walks in and he just he leans on the wall he has a he has a cigarette in one hand not lit because he he was going out um and he has a cigarette in one hand and he points at me with it and he says did you know i've got a buddy who can tie every awful world event back to a woman and I thought, what? I'm like, why would you? It's completely out of the blue. He just walks into my office to tell me this. And and he he says this. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. Consider Hitler. What about, I think, Ava Braun was his like wife or cousin or whoever. Um, and I'm like, it's not her fault like what and he just basically um removed all agency from all men everywhere and said it's women's fault <laughs> he's so deluded yeah it was just the silliest the silliest thing uh for somebody for somebody to do but i think people play the blame game so far back you know i mean how far do you want to go back right do you want to say well oh that slime shouldn't have climbed out of the water right that fish shouldn't have 
tried to walk on land and became became a mammal or you know whatever right like when you play the blame game i think ultimately you become entirely deterministic and then it doesn't matter what you do because it's always going to be somebody else's fault that that happened right and so i i firmly believe and i i don't I don't think this is what Aristotle is arguing. I, I think I disagree with him on on this um, motion of blame here. But um, I, I think you make a choice. If you punch somebody, that's your choice. If you, um, if you have an affair, that's your choice. It's not love that made you do it. You chose to follow that emotion. And I choose to believe that because otherwise I'm living in a deterministic world. And I don't think that that's, you know, a, a super healthy route to go down. But that's my funny story. That's that's my thoughts on the blame game. I think it's totally unhelpful. However, one thing I want to bring up that Aristotle also says is he says that you have to judge, judge the action itself. Um, and he talks about how how when you go to court for murder you're not on trial for anything else you're you're being tried for murder they're taking those things right they're not saying well and you did cheat on your high school test you know um they're they're talking about the specifics of that case um what do you think about uh, about taking those things in a vacuum maybe uh, or about uh, looking at that singular action, Bryce. You know, it's interesting because in in psychology, you learn that there's kind of there's connections through everything. Like point A connects to point B and point C connect or point B connects to point C. And I think Aristotle was kind of talking about this. Um I didn't really at the time when he was saying this, my mind was kind of wandering a little bit. Um, but if if A and B are connected, and then B and C are connected, that means that um, A and C are connected. They may not be directly connected, but they are connected. Um, apparently, I can't remember what, what the base word is, but apparently in Wikipedia... If you go in and you search up eggs and then you keep clicking on the first word that has a has a link on it, you'll end up on on this other on this specific word. I, I can't remember what it is, unfortunately. Um, but then if you say searched up philosophy and you cl- keep clicking on the first word that has a link, it will bring you to the exact same word that egg brings you to. And so even though they're not directly tied together, there is a connection somehow. And so it's, so it's interesting, like, when, when you're talking about um, murder, if you, have two, if you have two suspects, you can't, you can't build a case on, well, you're a mean person and you're a nice person. Right? You, you just can't do that. Because what if, in reality, the nice person was the one who committed the murder? 
um, we we've had this <laughs> the, this problem at work where where this super nice person keeps doing something wrong, like multiple different things when we when we tell them how to fix this one problem and and do it correctly they'll end up start starting to do a different thing wrong and then when we tell them how to do that correctly they'll go back to the other thing and start to doing that wrong again but they're a super nice person so so we were talking about it and it's really hard to be mad at them because they're so nice and so that's where you do need to judge the the act itself and not the the person and their history with the act so it's kind of i think it depends on the situation because in some cases um like you want to give the person the benefit of the benefit of the doubt right and it's and it, frankly it's easier to give the person the benefit of the doubt if they're a nicer person than if they're a rude person but in in both both cases you need to give both the benefit of the doubt right right yeah and it's 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 tough to um i mean there are so many different factors that play into into everything and we let everything else uh kind of cloud our judgment um so I'm I'm curious, Bryce, how how you see yourself? Uh, do you see yourself as a just person? It kind of depends on your definition of just, um, because it, it's like when in in previous episodes when we're when we're talking about an excess um, of of something. I in, in in for for me I feel like I give the benefit of the doubt too much. I like I feel like I am a just person and and I feel like I am fair, but in some cases I feel like I do give the benefit of the doubt too much. Hmm. Why is that? Um well, for example, with this one coworker, right? Um, I, I constantly, even though they mess up all the time, I constantly give them the benefit of the doubt and just, I help them fix it. And I say, Hey, you know what? Like, let's fix this. Let's fix this. Let's fix this. Right. Um, and I mean, I will say like, I have let my boss know saying, Hey, like, Maybe we just need to spend some direct time because the problem is is that I just phone them and I and I tell them that way how to do it. And I walk through with them on on the things that they need help with and stuff. Um, but it's just kind of one of those things where where on that it's the it's the benefit of the doubt there. And then in in other cases where, I just kind of like <laughs> here's another another sad story. So and I kind of I like I I I laugh about it now even though it is still super sad. Um I I decided to throw a party. 
and this this definitely isn't the first party that I've I've had and I mean my sense of party is literally just a bunch of friends getting together and we play games like that's it and maybe have some pizza <laughs> and so I I decided to throw this party I invited 30 friends I had out of that 30 I had one person tell me that they couldn't come everyone else didn't say anything they didn't say they were coming they didn't say they weren't coming and for for one hour, I waited in the kitchen because um, the kitchen was right beside the front door. And for so for one hour, I waited in the kitchen for someone to show up. And no one did. Out of that 30 people, I had one person who, which is funny, was the... Um, I wasn't close with the guy at all. I was just kind of friends with him. We knew each other, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This would be nice, right? He he said that he wasn't going to be able to come. All, all my close friends or all my friends or whatever, they didn't say anything, and they never showed up. And so me giving the benefit of the doubt of an hour was, oh, well, maybe someone will show up. They're, they're just going to be really late. And they didn't. And it, I mean, it really hurt me, um, but I don't know how long after that, but after that, I invited more friends over, and I mean, they did end up coming over, but, so I didn't, personally, I didn't let that affect me. I didn't let their choice of not coming and not letting me know to make me angry and just stop being friends with them. I mean, yeah, I was annoyed, but... I didn't, I didn't blame them entirely, I guess, for, like, I forgave them, basically. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's really important to be quick to forgive, um, always, because I, I think holding on to things and trying to dole out justice as yourself, as an individual, is pointless. Like, I don't, I don't think that's a healthy way to live life yeah exactly so what what about yourself um would you consider yourself just i i don't see because of my idea of of justice and fairness i don't think i really ever get the opportunity to dole out justice you know i i think you know if, if somebody if somebody does does something that offends me or upsets me uh, I move on pretty quick. Like, I don't really care. Um, however, I think may maybe um, if, if one of my roommates disrespects something of mine, um, I'll, I'll say, hey, you know, would you mind treating this better, right? You can still use this kitchenware or whatever, but please treat it better. Um, and I, I don't think, I mean... Would it be just of me to just say, you can't use that anymore? And now there are just pots and pans sitting there that are only mine to use. Like, I think that'd be kind of silly. If somebody, um, uh, one of my roommates broke one of one of my kitchen things, and um, it wasn't a big deal. You know, things, things break. I didn't go after him. I just said, oh, okay, you know, that's broken. I don't feel like buying another one. 
and I, I just said, when you go to the store next, would you mind just picking up a replacement? And it's yours. I'm not asking him to buy it for me. Um, but I said, oh, if that's broken, it's, you know, a tool that we as an apartment can use. I bought the first one. It broke. Uh, would you mind picking up the next one? Um, I guess maybe that's justice. I don't really know. Uh, people don't really wrong me. I think people are quite nice, honestly. Um, so I would say, I would say I am a, I am a just person. I don't think I'm unfair. I think sometimes I can be a bit of a dirtbag, but like I've mentioned in the previous few episodes, I am working on my friendliness and I, I think, I think I'm doing a decent job. You know, one thing that I actually just thought of, um, of justice is if you think about Harry Potter, when Harry gets expelled from Hogwarts for using magic outside of school, his, his uncle says, ah, justice. And he thinks that, that it is justice because he doesn't like Harry, right? So any, any bad thing that happens to Harry is justice because he doesn't like him. Right. I, I, I think we need to watch that our idea of justice isn't really just vengeance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think justice is, should specifically be defined as what's fair for all, I guess, right? Um, like, if, if you, basically the way that I think about it is, if you were in their shoes... Right, right. What do you think would be fair? Mm. Right? And then, because you're not in their shoes, what do you think is fair? And then I feel like justice, for the most part, is kind of right in the middle. Yeah, I, I think sometimes, I think depending, especially if you you are a mediator, right? I think uh, Aristotle talks about that, you know, that we have judges, that we have people whose job it is to come in in the middle. They don't have a stake in either. Like, they don't, they don't care, right? But they're looking at it and saying, well, you're an a-hole and you did this thing that's illegal and, okay, you, um, you got cheated, okay, well, let's do this, you know, um, and, and so I, I think that, you know, that's a pretty decent idea of what, wh how one or how a society might carry out justice, um, is by having that mediator, and, and that's what we've, we've done. Um, is there anything else you'd like to touch on before we get to our action items? No, I think that was that was it. I do, I I do like how I mean we never really came up with a with a an actual definition of justice, um, but we we came up with some kind of ideas of of where to stand, and I I feel like justice kind of moves. Like I I feel like it is a moving term, like. It just depends on the situation, and it depends on this, and depends on that, and it depends on who you are if you are specifically the judge. Right, right. Because you may personally feel like it is fair that, um, 
the person does get forgiven, but the the relationship there isn't as good as it used to be. Or you may feel like it is fair that it's just forgotten about. It it just always depends on on what it is. It, it's hard to kind of define a a single single justice. It's like um, how previously we've spoken about how there's no single good. Yeah, yeah. Like it it, it depends on on the situation. Um, da, da, da. I'm trying to find the exact quote here, um, but something that that Aristotle says to define justice is the idea to have one's own, to have what is yours, um, and uh, and I, I think that's a that's a fair place um, to to wrap that up. Justice uh, to be just is to have one's own so if you have your own you're probably good and i've got my own so i feel good about things sweet so i guess uh we'll move on to our action action items this week now alex i'm interested to know what your action items are (laughs) yeah okay so i have i have in the notes here rice milk and delete youtube so i'm going to do it right now i don't know if you can hear that oh there's uh there's the tap to delete uh there we go okay youtube is is gone from my phone so hopefully that uh i have a few less distractions now um and then rice milk let me tell you about rice milk i talked about uh my cookies and my cookie problem well this week i was drinking some rice milk and showing it to my roommate um and uh, while I was doing this, I looked at the uh, <laughs> I looked at the serving. Now, one serving of rice milk, uh, according to this, is one cup. Okay, so one cup of rice milk has fourteen grams of added sugars. One cup has twenty eight percent of your daily caloric intake of sugar okay this like that's insane that's crazy and it's funny because the on the front of the box it says original enriched it says it's enriched rice milk and then underneath it says calcium and vitamin d so to make it say like we've added calcium and vitamin d yeah well they've added a lot more than that um it's it's just a sugar like tons of tons of sugar in this um and i love on the side of the box it says benefits and underneath it says lactose free and dairy free excellent source of calcium and vitamin d with vitamin a and b12 non-gmo product verified soy free cholesterol free gluten free kosher and vegan which i'm not sure those are benefits so much as just statements you know like hey isn't this great? It's vegan. Okay, well, I wasn't necessarily looking for anything to be vegan, you know. Um, so I just found it funny the way they advertise it, saying it's enriched and whatever, and that it's so good for you. But it's just like sugar. I'm going to go grocery shopping in probably two two or so weeks. And, and when I go grocery shopping, 
Um, I'm going to see if they have a non-enriched rice milk, if they just have plain uh, rice milk, because um, I like using it uh, with oats. I'll take oats and just put in rice milk and eat it like cereal. Um, but, but with this basically just being sugar, uh, I think I'm going to cut that out of my diet. So I have to, I have to work on that. I'm going to see maybe oat milk's better because I also like oat milk, but yeah, I have to, I have to check that out. So those are things I'm going to do. Of course, I'm going to continue trying to be more friendly to people. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think those are, those are my big things. And then of course, yeah, I deleted YouTube and hopefully it'll stay deleted. It never really does, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. And, uh, what about you? What are you going to do to improve this week? So what I'm going to do is proceed with what, what I've already stated, because I mean, it is a lot, um, that like, uh, reading, I talked to you actually this morning, this is one thing that I, that I want to do, is doing a word of the week, or word of the couple days, <laughs> um, where I just find a new word, um, to expand my vocabulary, and learn how to spell it, and learn how to pronounce it properly, and learn what the definition of it is, because I feel like a lot of the time when you have a word of the day, it sticks around for the day and then it's gone shortly after. So I, that's why I want to do like word of the week or word of couple days, depending on how long it takes me to kind of remember everything for it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the one specific thing. Um, one thing is to definitely keep my house clean, um, do dishes right after... I've made my meal so that they don't pile up and then I don't have a giant mess in the kitchen to clean on Sunday. <laughs> um, then I can use my one day off for just relaxing. So yeah, that's that's kind of what what my my plan for next week is and hopefully I can come back saying that like hopefully I've worked out every day this week. Um and, and that I've read every day, and even if it's kind of in the evening now, and that's that's what I'm kind of hoping to do is before I go to bed, like maybe I just sit in my bed and, and read a book and then just fall asleep because, frankly, reading books, I tend to doze off pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, so, me too. <laughs> that might help me fall asleep. <laughs> well, fantastic. You want to roll us out? That does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 6 of Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. In particular, you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash togotpod. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.